Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for March 12, 2020. In today's news, a record-breaking observation deck has opened in New York City, OSHA has issued workplace guidance to prevent coronavirus exposure, former investigator for New York's Housing Authority has filed a lawsuit over his firing, the Texas hospital at which a woman was hurt in an elevator is still experiencing problems with its lifts, but reports progress toward upgrading its equipment. Cameras are on duty watching public elevators and escalators in Turkey's capital, In the elevator industry is mourning the passing of Jim Borquist. Edge, the highest outdoor observation deck in the Western Hemisphere at 1,100 feet, opened on March 11th on the 100th floor of the 30 Hudson Yards office building in New York City, various news outlets report. With a trapezoidal design by Con Peterson Fox that tilts towards the Hudson River, the 101-story 30 Hudson Yards is part of the related-slash-Oxford Properties Group's 28-acre Hudson Yards development. Adult ticket prices start at $38 for the deck surrounded by 3,000 square feet of glass formed into 79 panels that allow visitors to lean out over the city. In the center of the deck is a triangular glass section where those not averse to heights may stand to watch the city below. 30 Hudson Yards is served by an Otis vertical transportation system that includes 54 Skyrise elevators. Among these is a double-deck lift that carries visitors to edge in approximately 52 seconds. Like at One World Observatory, the ride is an experience in itself with screens that show drawings of New York City landmarks transformed into photographs on the way up, and that take passengers on an immersive walk on the High Line on the way down. OSHA has issued an alert and guidance document on the coronavirus with general practices to help prevent worker exposure to it. The comprehensive guidance document runs 35 pages and serves as a good primer on the virus, how it could affect workplaces, how to protect workers, and more. The one-page document is a quicker read of general practices both employers and employees should follow to help prevent exposure. You can download both documents by following the links in the news item at elevatorworld.com slash news. A former investigator for the New York City Housing Authority has filed a lawsuit claiming he was fired for investigating a scheme to falsify elevator inspection records, the New York Post reports. Martin Littner, who joined the authority as an an investigator in 2005, said he was assigned in 2017 to investigate a death involving a Bronx elevator and uncovered falsified records that led to the arrest of three administrators, according to his lawsuit. Littner, 48, said he wanted to continue his inquiry further, but his superiors told him to drop the matter. In 2019, Littner says he discovered some missing elevator logs for the housing complex where the incident occurred that clearly showed that a deputy director falsified elevator records, the lawsuit says. 
When he told his supervisors he was close to securing more arrest warrants in January 2019, he was transferred out of the investigation unit and later that year was fired without explanation, the suit says. A year after a poorly maintained elevator at a hospital in Fort Worth, Texas malfunctioned, seriously injuring a nurse, the facility continues to be plagued by reports of elevator problems, though the number of issues has gone down, the Fort Worth Star-Telegram reports. The nurse's injury occurred on January 20, 2019. As she was stepping onto the elevator at John Peter Smith Hospital, the unit rose, causing a severe crushing injury. In the year prior to the incident, there were 80 reports of someone being trapped inside one of the hospital's 47 elevators. In one 30-day period, hospital officials cited 110 separate instances of elevator problems. Since the accident, there have been 74 entrapments, 51 instances where an unoccupied elevator was stuck, and four cases in which a person was hit by a door closing too quickly. Inspectors blamed the accident in which the nurse was hurt on poor maintenance that led to brake failure. The hospital is in the process of upgrading many of its elevators. City officials in Turkey's capital, Ankara, have added surveillance cameras to the underpasses and overpasses to improve safety and reduce transportation problems for both motorists and pedestrians, Rayleigh News reports. The cameras have been placed near escalators and elevators to cut down on vandalism and help authorities monitor the operation of the vertical transportation units. The video feeds from the camera are monitored around the clock at a remote monitoring automation center. The system will also allow monitoring center personnel to communicate with elevator riders in the event of an entrapment. James V. Jim Bjorquist, sales manager for C.J. Anderson & Company from 1999 until his retirement in 2017, passed away March 7th at age 75. A longtime resident of Mount Prospect, Illinois, Bjorquist was hailed by C.J. Anderson President Tom Seibert as an employee who, quote, helped thousands of customers with their projects and, most importantly, was a caring friend and colleague who was always up for a cup of coffee and had time to genuinely listen to how you were doing. Bjorquist's survivors include his wife of 51 years, Catherine, children, Mary and Mark, five grandchildren, and brother, Ron. Seibert described Bjorquist as one of a kind and someone who will be greatly missed by all who knew him. Memorials in Bjorquist's name to the American Cancer Society are appreciated. A link to the website can be found in the news item at elevatorworld.com news. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.